There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21-plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game here on a Wednesday. Matt Brown in for Gil Alexander. He will be back in this chair tomorrow. Actually, he prefers that chair. He'll be in the other chair, but it's he'll be in this in this area right, right where it is. <laughs> I, I do the other chair, a smaller butted chair. I, Kelly, I realize we blew right through that preview, and you, you threw it in at the very end. We didn't even say, say what we were playing for the golf tournament this week. Look, guys, only two bets in the account for me. If you can run down Scotty Scheffler when he's starting at 10 under, so be it. I took the plus 140. It is what it is. I, I'm The guy has been elite, elite, elite tee to green all season long, and he started to make a few putts last week. Yeah, on Sunday he was missing kind of some 12-footers and things like that that some of these other guys were making. Still shot four under in that Sunday round, if, if you can run Scotty down, so be it. I had a little bit, and I have a little bit on Victor Hovland at plus five fifty. Because by the way, he's starting with the second most, so you know, advantage over everybody at, at eight under. Victor Hovland's been playing very, very well last couple of months as well. Kelly, that's it. I know it's boring, but again, I, I, plus money on Scotty Scheffler. Historic ball striking season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the putter failed him just a tad bit here and there, but guess what? You don't have to putt all that great when you're putting it like eight feet from the hole every single time. And so, again, I, I think it's just. I think the plus money is almost a gift. And by the way, we we talk about this on the podcast a little bit, but it's not the end all be all. But our friends over at Data Golf, they actually have plus one forty as, as a value on on Scotty Scheffler. They have him more like plus one nineteen uh, to win this tournament. So th- those are the only two best for me. I know you have two in as well. Yeah, that's uh, yeah Scheffler, one of them as well. And uh, I keep I, I mentioned this yesterday on the pod, but I'll keep uh, st- I keep staring very hard at, at Scotty Scheffler, top American as well at about yes. minus one eighty, minus one ninety. I don't really know if I can get there to lay that kind of juice, but you're talking about. I, look, I think there are. I, I think there's a chance. I, this is not a huge bet for me. I'm plus one forty for him to mm-hmm. win the tournament. I do think there's a chance that Rory, Vic, those guys get involved. But you're talking about when you, once you get down to the next American, it's Lucas Glover at five under, yeah. and then a bunch of other guys went really far back. So I, it, it, it will have to take a lot for one of those guys to overtake him. So I, I don't know. I might end up betting that, but I haven't it, yet. It's um, kind of one of those things where you look and you say, what wouldn't you lay with Scotty Scheffler if he? had a five-stroke or a six-stroke head start on players X, Y, and Z or whatever, right? And, like, that's where we're at. Lucas Glover is your first American that you're going to get to. Scotty Scheffler has a five-stroke lead on him, and then you get to Homa and Cantlay and Wyndham Clark and Brian Harmon, who are getting six strokes behind starting the tournament. I know, like you said, it's juicy, but, man, 
how many times does he get run down? I yeah, just don't it, think very often. It is pretty tempting. And then the only other bet I did make was Russell Henley. I played a top 10 on him at plus 145. Uh, just Henley high in my numbers. He's been playing really great recently. Uh, great playoffs past two weeks. Um, and a couple, to, you know, few top 20 finishes in a row for him. All right, let's go ahead and head to the Skype machine here and bring in Mike Pritchard, very own from VEASAN right here. Mike, one of the nicest guys in the business. Thanks for joining us, my friend. Hey, great to be with you. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, doing good. I, I want to start things off with a locker room question because you get this Jonathan Taylor situation that's going on, and obviously he let it know, be known early that he was disgruntled. He was not getting paid, and he was not happy about it, and so he was not going to be out there. Now, given the permission to seek a trade, what is a guy like this in the locker room? Let's say this doesn't happen, right? Let's say this doesn't go through because, again, they're supposedly they want a first-rounder and all this, and like that's going to be tough, I think, when it all comes down to to get a first-rounder for him. If he ends up staying with the Colts, how does the locker room work with something like that? Like, you look at a guy who made it very open he didn't want to be there and doesn't want to play for this team and was trying to get out of there, and now you got to play with him again. What is that relationship like? Well, Matt, you know, business is business when it comes to the National Football League. Mm-hmm. And, and I think as professional athletes, uh, we would view it that way. It's nothing personal uh, about JT. It's just uh, he's in a contract situation. The running back's uh, uh, position is in a contract situation. And as a fellow teammate or a player in the National Football League, I could be in that situation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you think about the Colts and their offensive line last year. A lot of those guys got paid up front uh, and they underachieved mightily last year very very badly very very poorly and and so uh, we all know it's a business we all know what uh, jt's trying to do uh and and so at some point we're going to be in that position so there's no animosity uh if that's uh, I, I think what people might be worried about no it's it's a guy that's trying to handle his business and if he can't and if he's back with the team then okay let's line up and see if we can win a super bowl uh that's usually the attitude uh from a player's perspective there if you guys did not know, Mike Pritchard played professionally at the wide receiver position. And, Mike, when I look at this Kansas City Chiefs team, if there's any knock, if there's anything you want to try and poke a hole in this team, maybe it would be at the wide receiver position. You have Kadarius Tony, who we know has all the talent in the world but hasn't been able to show it because he hasn't really been able to play a five-game stretch throughout the course of his career. You have Marcus Valdez-Scantling, who never really was allowed to – to thrive there in Green Bay because apparently Aaron Rodgers didn't like him or didn't like throwing to him or whatever that might be, and then Sky Moore. I look at this, and how much does it not matter because Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback, or how much does it matter that eventually there needs to be – there kind of needs to be that dude at the wide receiver position? I mean, you would love to have that dude because it added dimension to your offense, but for what the Kansas City Chiefs are and who they are and what they have – uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, you, you got Andy <laughs> Reid, uh, and, and you got continuity more, more than anything. Like Eric Bieniemy's gone, right? He's in Washington, but they have Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy came back, and he's highly familiar with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and what they want to do. So the Chiefs have continuity, and that's what everybody tries to strive for each and every year, because uh, that it gives you a chance to hit the ground running as, as an offense. So uh, the Chiefs have that. They also have a precision passing game, Matt. Uh, so they don't really need that burn. They don't really need that difference maker on the outside. It's a luxury if they can find one, uh, but they want to matriculate the ball. They want to control the blind of scrimmage. Certainly they want to run it. Uh, but more importantly, they do trust that guy uh, with number 15 on it, on his Jersey uh, to throw the ball to the right spot to make a play when he has to, uh, and certainly be highly effective in a red zone. 
the run after the catch is featured uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs offense and one of the best weapons or the West best, one of the best people uh, to do that in the National Football League over the last few years has been Travis Kelsey. Uh, you don't have an answer for that guy. So as long as they have him, uh, that superstar, uh, I think Kansas City inside the building thinks they'll be okay. Having been there, done that, Pritch, how much stock should we put in what we see in the preseason, whether a guy has, is looking really good or whether a guy's looking really bad or, or anything in between? Are we overanalyzing this a little bit too much because the what's going on behind the scenes, what they're actually trying to get done, maybe is a little different than what we see with our eyes? No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, I think preseason uh, allows betters to, to view um, the makeup of a team. Uh, for instance, uh, like the Raiders, right? Uh, you know, there's rumblings out there that the Raiders and Josh McDaniels have been game planning a little bit in, in the preseason, be more competitive. Uh, the Steelers, you know, there's several teams out there out there that have approached preseason a little differently. Like Aaron Rodgers is going to play coming up. And, and so you, you get to see if a team is executing, um, you know, is there a bunch of mistakes out there? Is there a bunch of young players out there that don't know what they're doing? You know, that, that speaks volumes to me about coaching. Uh, but if you have a bunch of young players, know what, knowing what they're doing, not making a lot of mistakes. Okay. That coaching is being well-received. So, uh, I, I think you can take preseason and extrapolate that to what the starters are going to be. And, and we're all familiar as betters. We're all familiar with the starters in the National Football League, right? Uh, there's not a lot of turnover. There's not a lot of change. I mean, uh, if anything, could there be regression? If anything, uh, have teams caught up uh, to other teams out there in the National Football League? And so those are the kind of uh, tidbits that I'm looking for, Matt. Uh, I, I get a ton of information from preseason along as far as culture, communication, players being receptive, buying into the coaching uh, more so than, you know, okay, are the starters executing? To me, uh, I'll get a lot of that stuff from the joint practices and certainly uh, a lot of the insiders that are around uh, the National Football League. Talking to former NFLer Mike Pritchard, one of the teams that I think everybody really wants to be good or at least much better this year is the Chicago Bears. We did see the offense perform better towards the end of the season, but it wasn't necessarily because Justin Fields was passing the ball much better, Mike. It was more the play calling that was a little bit more catered to his skill set. Are you apprehensive about all this steam that, that the Bears are getting, or do you think that Fields is – did you see something in Fields at the end of last year? No, no. I mean, there's a lot to love about Fields and his ability to make plays. I mean, the guy was a top-ten rusher <laughs> last year in the National Football League, which is crazy to think about. Um, but if he can enhance his passing uh, ability, uh, if he can get rid of the ball quickly, if he can make the right reads, if he can throw the ball accurately, there's a lot of ifs right there, right? Um, he certainly uh, – he's – He's poised to take that leap forward. Uh, and, and I think that's what has people excited, you know, in football circles, if you will, uh, Matt, uh, you know, from year one to year two, you typically take a leap uh, because you're, you're locked in. Like you don't have the draft to worry about. You don't have the off season. You don't have uh, agents. You don't have all this stuff uh, because now you're a rookie, but now you're, you're cemented in the league. Uh, you're a vet. Uh, you go about your business in the off season and you get ready and tune up uh, for the regular season. So uh, a lot of times you see young players take a leap forward. Uh, and to me, that's why there's a ton of excitement around Chicago uh, because they do have a nice mix of, of veteran players uh, as well as those young dynamic players that can enhance that roster as well. Pritch, we've got 30 seconds. It's August the 23rd. Who are the Super Bowl teams? Oh, you're going to throw that one at me. Okay. 
Um, well, I mean, everybody likes Cincinnati, right? And, and I was high on Cincinnati. I'm going to go off the board here. I think Dallas uh, could make a run. Tony Pollard, he started four games last year and had over 1,000 yards. I mean, that offensive line uh, is incredible. We'll see what they do from a trade standpoint. Plenty of cap room uh, to add. Uh, and then if I go to the AFC, I mean, I wanted to pick the Bengals, uh, but I'll go Jets. I'll, I'll go Jets because you threw that question at me. Uh, so I got Dallas in the Jets in Super Bowl. Hey, it's August the 23rd. You are allowed to change your mind, my friend. He's Mike Pritchard. Appreciate the time this morning, buddy. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. The Jets, Kelly. We got to vote for the Jets here. That one. There Coming we go. from Pritch. Jets and the Cowboys. That would be something. Aaron Rodgers. NFL would love And it. America's team, <laughs> right? I mean, that would do some ratings, no doubt about it. Let's see what we think about the AFC West here on the other side. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Calshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Calshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Calshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. All right, we got a deal for you here. Legendary sports better Billy Walters recently sat down with Britton Musburger to discuss his new book, Gambler Secrets from a Life at Risk. Now, for a limited time, get a free copy of the book when you become a VSEN Pro annual subscriber. That means you get a whole year of us. Just sign up for a new VSEN Pro annual subscription today. Use the promo code Billy, B I L L Y. You get an entire year of VSEN Pro access. That's the best bets and the betting guides and 24-7 video, the tools, everything that we do over there on VEASAN.com. Remember, you got to use the promo code BILLY when you sign up for a VEASAN Pro annual subscription. And we're going to give you a free copy of the book. Copies are limited, so get on over to VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to take advantage of that offer. It's a good offer. It's a good offer. Yeah. I, I just you should wanna... be an annual subscriber anyway, and then so you just sign up for the annual subscription, and then we're going to ship you a book. Yeah, that works. That works. I hope there's some way to guarantee I can get, have Billy Walter's hair, too, uh, when I'm in his age. It looks great. I hear that comes with being wealthy. <laughs> yeah, I think it does. I think yeah. it does. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're wealthy, your hair just, like, stays like that <laughs> for just, the longer you live. It just yeah. looks great. Yeah. <laughs> the so older just, you get, it looks yeah. better. <laughs> so I would suggest, actually, all you need to do is just accumulate a bunch of wealth, and, like, over, and then your hair is going to be perfectly fine. So that's just go. a good suggestion for life. See, Kelly, yeah. that is just uh, that's just me sharing my secret, my life secrets with you here on the show. Get more money, bearing my soul. <laughs> yeah, I know to everyone here. Yeah, basically the key to life: just get more money. Like, get get more money, everything's better. Uh, AFC West, and this is a division in which I've been fooled a couple of times here recently. Kelly, you know, I had a pretty big affinity for the Chargers. Not not even just last year, but the year before that. Mm-hmm. Even I thought that this was a team that, on paper, had a lot that could. 
that could uh, translate to wins on the field. That being said, they were super injured two years ago. Last year, pretty much kind of a letdown. And then now entering the season with a nine and a half win total, plus 340 to win the division, 13 to one for the conference, and then 25 to one to win it all. You know your favorite in this one. That's going to be the Chiefs. Chiefs 11 and a half on that win total, minus 165 to win the division, 350 to win the conference, and then six to one to win the championship. Broncos and Raiders coming up in the bottom here. Eight and a half win total for the Broncos, plus 550 to win the West, 30 to one on the conference, and then 45 to one for the Super Bowl and Raiders, six and a half, 12 to one, 40 to one, and 80 to one on the Raiders. So we'll start at the top because it is something I just brought up to Pritch, Kelly, and I don't know if this is any sort of concern that you have with the Chiefs whatsoever, but. I do look, and I understand how amazing Patrick Mahomes is, and I'm never going to question what him and Andy Reid can do together. I just do wonder, when you start just continually throwing out guys that would be, look, good number twos on other teams, and maybe even like excellent number threes, but now you're asking them to be ones, and you're asking the the twos to be, to, to twos to be ones, and you're asking the threes to be twos, and et cetera, et cetera. I just wonder how long that can continue to go on. And I mean, listen, someone's going to say, well, when Patrick Mahomes is throwing you ball, it can go on forever. And that might be actually be the case. But I think that this year might let us know just exactly how much that theory plays out because you've got Marcus Valdez-Scantling, who's never really been much. He's been fine, like, in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He's, he's been fine. Kadarius Tony, when he's been on the field, has been fine as well, has shown flashes of guys that could be great, but, again, can't stay on the field very long. We'll assume that he can be healthy. What does he bring to the table here? And then, of course, Sky Moore or Rice, depending on which way they want to go, being that third guy out on the field. I do not think that this is the year that Travis Kelsey falls off. I will say Travis Kelsey still is a year older, right? Like every time a guy has been in the league for an additional season, there is a chance that that next time we see them go out on the field that they don't look the same, right? And once we get into the age specifically where Travis Kelsey's at, this becomes more and more of a reality. But I don't think that's going to be the case with him. But again, just bringing that up, that he is at least going to be a year older in all of this. So I believe that they are the favorite. I believe because of what you have in the coach and the quarterback that they should be priced kind of where they're at. I think it's a little too steep for me, though. I mean, I, I, I can see a world in which the Chargers stay healthy and the new offensive coordinator and Kellen Moore can really close the gap between them and Kansas City based strictly off of just talent. Because, yeah. I mean, again, yep. yes, the quarterback position, you have the best guy in the game. But the, everything around is not necessarily exactly what you see, f- even from the Chargers side of things. Yeah, it was, and I'm sure we'll dive more into the Chargers. But that, you know, we we I had them in top five of my power rankings yesterday. I don't have any preseason, you know, futures bets on them of any kind. But just kind of because my my mind is kind of stuck with of what you just laid out, right? Where I think where if I was as high on the Chargers last year as I was this year, I would definitely have a division bet in on them because you would have talked about the Chiefs last year losing Tyreek Hill. What are they going to look like? Yada, yada, yada. But I feel like we saw it for a year, man. I I understand Mm -hmm. it's only a year sample size, but, and and you just laid it out well. How many, how, you know, how, how often can you just throw some of these wide receivers together and it's all going to work out okay? Travis Kelsey is getting older. Um, But, I mean, I, I think, 
as much as I respected Patrick Mahomes, even after last year, he's at a whole nother level. I mean, mm-hmm. the way they just they, they run out wide receivers, they run out these running backs. Him and Andy Reid, they still get the job done, no matter no matter what. Really, who's out there? Um, and and I, I just can't write them off anymore. I hear you that it, it would be if I was looking at betting anything with the Chiefs, it would be under uh, probably on their win total. But that's more of a that's more of what it says. I think about the Chargers for me, and then also just the rest of the AFC. I think that the AFC is very, very, very tough this year, um, and it, they're not going to have the easiest schedule in the world. Report: Dolphins have contacted the Colts in regards to Jonathan Taylor. That is interesting. That is interesting. So, Dolphins. Just because I thought Dalvin Cook would have been the obvious go to Miami. So, it could be interesting there for sure if that were to play out. If you look at this Chargers team, and we know what they have on the offensive side of the ball. When you have Justin Herbert at quarterback, and listen, what happened last year with Lombardi as the offensive coordinator there was criminal, right? It was a guy that has the biggest arm in the league. He has two very, very good receivers, and his average depth of target was 26th in the NFL. That yeah. is criminal, right? Yeah. Like, like you're, yep. you, are, you are not taking advantage of the, of the player personnel that you have. Now, he's gone. In comes Kellen Moore, who vows to take advantage of of what he has at these skill positions, vows to push the ball down the field and throw the ball. And by the way, they go out and add Quentin Johnston, by the way, who then gives them even a further option for Justin Herbert to do the things that Justin Herbert should have been doing for the last couple of years as it is anyway. It's a pretty good offensive line. Mm -hmm. You still have Austin Eckler, who they gave a little bit more money to, so he should be gruntled and no longer disgruntled. (laughs) He should be gruntled. And then you look on the defensive side of the ball. By the way, your rushers are going to be Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. You have Derwin James in the secondary at safety. You have two other corners that finished inside the top 20 in PFF rankings last year out of 118 qualified. Yeah, you would even expect J.C. Jackson to be a little better this year. Right. I think a lot of people would. I do. Right. So this is, this is not a team that is like oh you know it's a cute little team and maybe they could maybe they could be good no this is mike williams one of the best 50-50 ball guys down the field that there is it is keenan allen one of the most precise route runners there is a dual threat running back in austin eckler a really good rookie whose upside is is going to be pretty high in johnson and then you have justin herbert i mean i look at, at the offensive line that has a bunch of dudes on it like we're not talking either about this being a soft offensive line mm-hmm. I, I i i fail to see how the Chargers couldn't be at least a threat to the Chiefs. And I actually think if I was going to make a bet in this division, Kelly, I would bet the 340 on the Chargers before I would lay the money on the Chiefs. Just strictly one, based on the the numbers attached. And I think that the gap isn't isn't as big as the odds dictate. Yeah, yeah, no, to- to- totally. If I, if I had to make one bet in in this division, that would be it just because of the, that number that you're getting, plus 340 on the Chargers. I think this is, um, you know, look, you're, you're looking at some prices that are fairly similar to the AFC South that we talked about earlier. It, it's just the the desire for me to lay it with the Jags is so much more than, than I mean even a thought to lay that kind of price with the Chiefs in this division. Then I'm we, so distracted by Allen Iverson on behind you right now. <laughs> then the other the the biggest problem here when we look at these at, at like the Broncos right and say like, what are the Broncos going to be? This is the most. I hate giving these vanilla, horrible, no insight. I don't know I if no Russell idea. Wilson is washed or not. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know if it was just honestly what Sean Payton said, and it was the worst coaching job in mm-hmm. the history of the NFL, 
or if Russell Wilson is actually washed, and I don't know, and so it's almost impossible for me to handicap this team. I was going through, and I do this exercise, and we talked about this, Kelly, multiple times over all the shows we've done together. I'll go through a, I'll go through the games every week, and I'll just instantly start crossing off games that I want nothing to do with because I'm like, okay, this is what – I went through teams I wanted nothing to do with. Yeah, the Broncos, Broncos. Were one of the first teams that yeah, I just I scratched you. that I just scratched off the list. Like, yeah, because if Russell Wilson is not washed, the addition of Sean Payton to go along with a healthy Cortland Sutton and a healthy Jerry Judy, this could be interesting. But I have no idea. He just might be terrible. He might have fallen off of that proverbial cliff. And if that's the case, then their floor is what we saw last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the one thing we know is that the defense is still going to be good, right? Yeah. Like that, we do know that. You know that much, right? The offensive side of the ball, I'm with you, man. I got no idea. I mean, this is I'm as big of a Russell Wilson fan as it gets. And last year, I, I mean, my mind was spinning of what I was seeing a year ago. And I don't know if it's him washed. I don't know if, he, if it was him coming in kind of just lazy with it last year. And who knows? Does Sean Payton make that big of a difference? I have no freaking clue. I'm yeah. with you, Matt. There, I, That team, I, I don't know what to do with. Me neither. It, it's going to be a, I'm going to watch like five games and then I'll right. decide what yeah. I'm going to do with this team. Maybe it'll be a, just a week-to-week basis. We'll put a bow on the AFC West and then run through all the bets we actually have in our account for the upcoming NFL season. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get rewarded before you ever place a bet with the G-Bank Visa Signature Card. Unlike other credit cards, it declines sports betting transactions or treat them as a cash advance. The G-Bank Visa Signature Card can load directly to your favorite sportsbook apps. You'll earn 1% cash rewards on gaming and sports app loads every time and 2% on other purchases. G-Bank Visa is a card designed for gaming and sports fans everywhere and works with apps like DraftKings, BetMGM, and Caesar. To learn more, go to g.bank slash VEASAN. So that's the letter G, put a dot, and then bank slash V-S-I-N for more details. G-Bank, I didn't know if exactly whenever we when this was coming through, Kelly, like what kind of bank. I didn't know if it was like, you know, for the G's or whatever, you know, the that type of bank. Well, you always banked at OG banks. So yes, yeah, yeah, yes. That was, that was, but instead, it's, it's, a, it's a gaming, it's a gaming bank. And with that being a gaming bank, I'm sure that is going to solve a lot of problems for a lot of people out there because mm-hmm. it has been difficult for... Some people to uh, get funds onto these sites. AFC West, we were talking about the Broncos whenever we went to break. You mentioned on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, they have one of the, let's call it, let's just be fair, one of the five best corners in the NFL, arguably one of the top three corners in the NFL, Patrick Sertan, really and truly a true lockdown corner. You remove one side of the field, essentially, from play. So you do have that going for sure. You have Gregory, you have Allen, a couple of really good linebackers there as well. So Kelly, the thing is, is they're probably kind of like we were talking about with the Jets yesterday. They're probably not going to be staring down the barrel at too many double-digit deficits, right? Like you're probably going to be kind of in the mix in a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And so maybe this team isn't necessarily going to win a ton of games or threaten for this division or even make the playoffs, but maybe this is one of those teams we kind of circle and so long as Russell Wilson isn't complete garbage, it's more of a play them on a week-to-week basis type thing whenever there's a spread that seems a little bit too big. Mm. because Or tease the, them up, maybe. But yeah, yeah, because the defense is always going to kind of keep them in the mix, right? And as long as Russ can kind of put some sort of something together, a couple of scoring drives here and there, and make this offense look like it does actually have a pulse as opposed to what we saw last year, then yeah, this could be 
This could be pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I, I agree with all that, but I'm going to go back to what you said before. I think I still need a month before I even get involved with the Broncos bet. Like I, I'm going to have to see it. i got to see it first before I really get invested into this team one, one way or the other. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that, I mean yeah. the defense is so it's tough. Fair. I'm yeah. not going to be betting against. I'm not looking to actively go into the season betting against them either. Yeah. I, that's the thing. It's just they're a team, one of the few teams in the NFL I, I have no interest in really doing anything with for, on or against uh, early in the season. So if we believe Mike Pritchard, and we should, he played in the NFL, he says the preseason does matter, and what we see certainly is something we should take into consideration. If that's the case, what we've seen so far from the Raiders in the preseason has looked like a pretty good team, actually a team that's pretty competent. And it is a team, certainly, that if you're talking about MVPs, essentially, the most or MVT, if you will, most valuable team of the preseason, maybe the Raiders would be in the conversation because they have looked really, really good. And, Kelly, listen, I had no, I had no hopes, no, not really nothing for this team at all. But now I'm wondering maybe I should have paid a little bit more of attention. I don't know. We know Josh Jacobs apparently is going to be back sometime here in the next week or so um, back out there with them. I, I'm still skeptical. I've never been a Jimmy Garoppolo guy. I don't like quarterbacks that play it safe necessarily in the NFL. I think if you play it too safe, you really have no upside. If you don't have any upside, then how do you really make a run in any sort of anything? Or how do you come back in games? How do you ever build one of those massive leads? Because if you're always playing kind of conservatively, it doesn't really lend to any of that. But I don't know, man. I Maybe I... Maybe the preseason has, sh- has shown me that I need to reevaluate this team or take a second look at them, and I'm not going to say that I, you know, know exactly what this Raiders team is going to be now. Yeah, the, the, uh, I mean, for me, you know, three weeks ago, sure, yeah, this was a team that uh, I really didn't have any high hopes for. I think you, that you made a downgrade uh, in the quarterback change from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm um, with you. I'm not a Jimmy G guy really at all. Um, you know, you lose a you lose a weapon like Darren Waller. I think that's going to be huge. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, the preseason, they've looked great. They've looked great. I do have a bet on this team. It's it, I did take them as a flyer to have the fewest wins in the NFL uh, at 15-1. to 1. I do, You know, a few weeks ago, yeah, I thought they were looking like they were going to be one mm-hmm. of the worst teams probably in the National Football League in a very, very tough conference in the AFC. Um, so, yeah, this will be a good test of what is this? What does the preseason really show us? We've seen, uh, what, McDaniel's now 6-0? and oh, Is that what he is, 6-0 and oh in the preseason? Perfect mm-hmm. so far in the preseason? So, so might be what some of that too of a guy that just takes it a little bit more seriously uh, than uh, some of the others out there, and uh, we'll see once the regular season comes along. I, I'm just I, I, even with how good they've looked, I'm, I'm not going to get too excited about them doing too much this year, this year. Yeah, I mean, I think the real concern the interior offensive line, the the like the tackles actually are pretty good, but the interior offensive line is is very very weak, and then. On the defensive side of the ball, outside of Max Crosby, I think that's the real question, right? Like, what are you getting on this defensive side outside of Crosby, who is one of the best players in the league? But outside of that, it's just a bunch of guys, right? Like, it's just a bunch of middling guys. And so they're going to really have to kind of play above expectation, which does make me wonder, and maybe not necessarily from a receiving yards aspect, but if you wanted to bet, like, most receptions just overall in general in the NFL – I wonder if Devontae Adams wouldn't be a decent bet because mm. this team is likely to be playing from either at least situation neutral or a deficit for a lot of for a lot of their games because I can't see them getting out to really big leads given the defense that they have. You have no more Darren Waller in town, and so you do add Jacoby Myers and Renfro is back out there to at least have to pay somewhat of attention to them. And we know Jimmy Garoppolo will take the easy throws over and over and over and over again. 
I wonder if we're looking at a season in which not necessarily huge yards per catch for Devontae Adams, but maybe he has just like a trillion catches. Yeah, he is uh, plus plus 750 to lead the league in receptions. Uh, top four there. So I do think they're, yeah. they're, the odds makers are thinking that way too. I think that's a, I think that's a good call. I, the other guy that you just brought up is, is uh, I don't know what his season-long number is if it's posted, but, you know, Renfro, right? Yeah. Maybe is that a guy that Jimmy G leans on more in the slot? Uh, you know, does that doesn't test his arm as much to stretch things downfield with Renfro. Does he kind of play, you know, fill into more of that out there? And it's not like Darren Waller really played as a true tight end, mm-hmm. anyways, right? But a guy running middle of the field that you can throw some shorter passes to, you know, Renfro, I think might be a guy, a good guy to look over, maybe receptions or yardage as well with that. Yeah, I mean, he could end up being kind of that Jimmy G check down security blanket right. dude, yeah. right? And so that that certainly could be his role. Like I said, they're going to be playing in a lot of either neutral or deficit situations. And with that, you know, as good as Josh Jacobs is, you can't come back running the ball a lot, you know. And so I think that there's going to be forced into some situations where they have to throw the ball a little bit more than they would like. So uh, interesting bet nonetheless. We wanted to run through everything we have on our account. Of course, my last day on the desk here hosting this show. So before the NFL season, wanted to kind of run down and run through everything that we do have in the account. If there was anything that maybe you wanted to add, or I can at least give some reasons as to why I have all that. As far as divisions go, talked about the Jags already. Love that bet. Would still make that bet today. Love it a ton. Like the Seahawks bet a whole lot more yesterday than I did than I do today. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. <laughs> Um, is is going undergoing hand surgery. Now, they think he might be able to be back for the beginning of the season, but I look and I expected a little bit of regression from the 49ers and a little bit of a step forward with the Seahawks, and I thought that that brought them a little bit closer. Kind of the same thing we were talking about with the Chargers and the Chiefs, right? Like, it was more the odds that were attached to the Seahawks comparatively to the 49ers, and I didn't think the gap was that large, right? Like, yeah, I thought yeah. that the odds did not match up. Now, the Seahawks number has come down to a point where I don't know if it's still something I would be jumping up and down about, but I do think that the Seahawks are a little bit closer to the 49ers and the odds dictate. I think the NFC North is up for anybody, and so give me the team that at least won a bunch of games last year. Yes, there's going to be there's going to be regression for sure, but it might be some addition by subtraction stuff going on there. Adam Thielen being gone and then adding Jordan Addison, I actually think it's better off for Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins for them to, uh, to, to really get some stuff going there. I know you don't have Dalvin Cook anymore, but Alexander Madison, as far as as far as like guys that were backups, we talked about this a ton last year, Kelly. Even when he had to step in, yeah, he was always one of the better backups. He was he yeah. w- he would have started for half the league as mm-hmm. it was anyway, and so now he's just starting for a team. You know, so anyway, that, I think the North is kind of up for grabs. So I did that. Eagles to win the East. We talked. Uh, listen, if you've listened to anything that I've done over the last month on this network, I am very very high on the Eagles. I think this Eagles team is this roster is nearly flawless. I think what they did in the offseason was unbelievably. Amazing. I believe in this coaching staff, and I, I think the Eagles are really, 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 really stout. So not only do I have them in the East, I have the over on the win total for them at 10.5. That's gone up to 11.5 at this point. So don't know if I want to go there. 12 win seasons, pretty yeah, stout. That's pretty good. 12 win seasons, pretty long. I want to pause right there, though, because though, you, you do have two You have two bets, both, both on the overs, over on the Eagles and over on the Cowboys, which I definitely lean that way too. Uh, I, I haven't got involved in the NFC East yet, yet, just because I'm so high on both of those teams. But you felt strong enough, clearly, to bet overs on both of them. I think that the Cowboys 
might actually be the second best team in the NFC. Yeah, I, I think, think I, I, I yeah. think like the Eagles are the first best team, and I think the Cowboys could yeah. could be the second best team in the NFC. And so with that, I, I have no now that number's also gone up to ten and a half um, from the nine and a half that it opened. I think a lot of people jumped on that nine and a half when it first came out and was was wondering what in the hell was that that was all about. So uh, I have the under on the 49ers at eleven and a half wins, and then the under on five and a half wins on the Cardinals as well. Fortunately for me, most of these have moved in my direction. So at least some of the people out there believe what I believe in either these teams not being as good or being better than what the opening numbers were on all of them. We'll walk through a couple of these other picks. I know people are going to wonder why I'm betting all of these other number one overall picks, and we'll get to Kelly's bets as well when we come back. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem online for bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can all... You can convert your uh, points over to MGM Rewards points. You can use toward dining shows and hotel rooms at 20 different properties up and down the Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions do apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you. Play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You do got to be 21 years of age or older, and this is for new and existing customers. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards are issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, and those bonus bets do expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly if you have a gambling problem with 100. Gambler. Nailed it. <laughs> Walk Nailed. off. Nailed Show's it. over. Yeah. <laughs> Just do that and nailed it. Good read there. Uh, all right, so we were running through the bets that are in our account. Again, some of these numbers are not currently still available. That being said, um, I do think that there are some interesting bets still out there to be made. I know I'm under on the 5.5 on the Cardinals. It's at 4.5. I would still bet the under on the 4.5 there. I don't even care. This is a team that is motivated to lose. This is a complete rebuild going on in Arizona. They need that number one pick very, very badly because that number one pick is going to be worth gold. And so if the Texans are bad as well, you could be looking at a Cardinals team, in theory, that could have the number one and number two pick in the draft this coming season. And so that is, if you want to figure out how you rebuild a franchise very, very rapidly, (laughs) that is how you rebuild a franchise very, very rapidly is to do that. Now, they could even choose to keep that number one overall pick and draft 
Caleb Williams or whoever and, flip and, and, Kyler. And, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and trade Kyler for even more assets and even more picks and whatever. So like, it's just so, so valuable for them to, to not win this year. So even at the four and a half, I would still be betting the under, I, I have my, I, listen, I have my doubts about the 49ers, right? I mean, I think this quarterback situation is pretty interesting for them. I know the talent is certainly there on both sides of the ball, but the most important position in all sports is the quarterback position. And I think Brock Purdy takes a step back this year. So down on him a little bit. I'm over on CeeDee Lamb at 1,099 and a half receiving yards. This is one of the bigger prop bets that I've made in a while, Kelly. Um, betted at three different books. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like it's 1099 and a half at some. It's, 11 and a, it's 1,100 and a half at some, whatever. The one yard doesn't, doesn't matter. Um, but basically, this goes along with what I just said. I think this Cowboys team is going to be really good this year. And I think, you know, listen, you can't predict injury, so I'm not going to predict that Dak's going to get hurt. I think yeah. they're entering the season with a healthy Dak Prescott, and CeeDee Lamb has a opportunity to really, really shine in, in this offense. And, and listen, this is a guy that all the, all the talent, all the skill in the world, now you're not worried about having to – Three three yards in a cloud of dust with with Zeke. He's gone. Like he's out of there. Pollard should open up the offense a little bit more. Should create even more opportunity for Ceedee Lamb as well. I think this this is a season where he could go absolutely nuclear. Yeah, and you're getting, uh, you know, you're gonna have it. You've got added help in that receiver room too. So it's not like everybody's got Gallup finally healthy. You got Gallup healthy. You bring in Brandon Cooks. It's gonna help stretch the mm. field a little bit on one side. You know, one side. I, I, I no, I like the bet and the. Uh, you know, we, we, we're gonna get to mine in a minute. I haven't made I haven't made any Cowboys related bets mm. yet, but I think it's the one team that I'm still. I, I'm still looking hard at it, getting involved with one yeah. way or the other. You talked about the win total where that moved pretty quickly, right? Uh, right, at, right as win totals were released, and ever since then, I missed that. Yeah, missed I think that, that was shift. the first one that actually fully moved a game. Yeah, like, I think you're right. I, yeah. I, I, like even before the Cardinals one, like they opened the Cardinals at five and a half, and that got hit pretty hard. But I think I think the Cowboys was the first to actually move a whole game, and they were just they were just juicing the Cardinals one until they moved that one a game. Yeah, I, I, but I'm with you, man. I think this is a team that's going to be looking better. I think you're going to be. I think you're going to be throwing the ball. A whole lot more. You don't. Ha- I think. I think you said it well too. The temptation of what you had in the backfield with that two-headed monster, yeah. but especially their their whatever need they felt over the years to just yeah. feed Zeke so much. You just don't have that anymore. So they're going to be passing it more. I, I like that bet. I like it. So the other three that I have in the account as we sit right now, and this is uh, Kelly knows my strategy very well. If you've paid attention to any content I've done on this network, you know my strategy, and that is. There is only one position that can literally come kind of out of nowhere and rocket up a draft board to end up going number one overall. We have multiple cases of this happening just recently, right? Like Baker Mayfield was not supposed to be the number one overall pick in the draft. Baker Mayfield rocketed up, ended up being the number one overall pick in the draft. Joe Burrow was not supposed to be the number one pick in the draft. Joe Burrow rocketed up the board, ended up being the number one overall pick in the draft. All you need is whatever team is drafting number one to fall in love with the quarterback and that guy can end up going number one overall. And so what I did was I do this every year, and I take some of these guys that in a perfect scenario could play their way at least into the discussion to go number one overall. And that's really all we need, Kelly, to make money, right? If you're holding a 60, 70, 50, 60, 70, 80, whatever it might be, to one ticket on any of these guys to go number one overall, and then basically the conversation gets narrowed down to that person and Caleb Williams – well, then you can just bet whatever you want to on Caleb Williams. You can come out and make money no matter what. So it's yeah. more of a – we're just making a market play here and hoping that one of these guys with these bigger numbers on them 
plays their way into the conversation. Listen, I picked guys on purpose. We talked a little bit with Tim Murray earlier about, you know, look, Texas has a pretty loaded team, and Texas has a guy in Quinn Ewers that if you look at the prototypical profile of an NFL quarterback, he fits that, right? It's just he hasn't really shown it on the field all that much, much to the same as, again, like what we saw with Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow, I mean, all, all the stuff like that. Now, it only takes one season for a guy to rocket up the board and could go possibly number one overall. Same thing with J.J. McCarthy. Now, Penix is just more of an athletic-type play with all of that. But, I mean, another guy that is at least in the conversation to go in the first round. And if you're in the conversation going the first round, then you can play your way at least maybe into the conversation for the number one overall pick. So, again, it's a strategy I've used for the last four four years, and it has worked out pretty well. And so that's where that's where I sit with all that. I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you had we had, we had Levis tickets, and I yeah shoot, I would not have bet that if you didn't mention it last mm-hmm. summer at this time. And, and it was it played our way into one. making money. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it played us in our way to, to to make money. You know. Yep. Yeah. Le- yeah. Leads you and it starts leading mm-hmm. you in direction, like you said, where you can start making you can start making bets more aggressively towards draft time mm-hmm. because you know you've got that in uh, in your pocket already. Um, as far as what I've got so far, uh, not a ton. I'll still be probably be adding a couple, but you know, a little bit more. Uh, more deliberate mm. from me this year to not roll into the season with as many futures yeah. bets as I di- I've had over the past couple years. This is still the NFL. Injuries happen. They can, but you can have bets that are looking great season long, and a quarterback goes down, and everything blows up in your right. face. So, uh, just hitting mine quick. Jags. Uh, we've we've talked about a bunch about already. That is by far. Uh, my biggest bet uh, of the offseason heading into the season here is the Jags to win the AFC South. Um, that's my big one. Two other ones that we've have hit on a fair amount are those the, the fewest wins market. Uh, Raiders and Titans, both in those. Again, Raiders we talked a little bit al- about already, but not a team I'm expecting a whole lot from, and I think they could fall down into that into that race as well. And the Titans, uh, we've talked about it when we talked about the AFC South, but if there's a quarterback change, how bad could that be for Will Levis getting a uh, you know, getting his feet underneath him, how how badly could this team tumble? Mm-hmm. I think there is a there, I think there is a possibility that this team ends up having a very very poor season. So, uh, did take some flyers a little bit on those as far as win totals. Uh, this has a lot to do with this is a lot to do with schedules and the divisions they play in. But I'm on unders on both the Steelers and the Patriots. Uh, they, you know, a lot of showing a lot of respect for the AFC North and the AFC East mm-hmm. and what these teams are going to face. Um, all win totals. We talk about these a lot. Uh, you know, during the offseason, over the past couple offseasons, Matt, where we think there's a lot of value built into these. I don't know about you, but I haven't really found as many that I I really bet big this year. Yeah. Like, my big bets, like, when I talk these win totals, it's the uh, the under nine I'm loaded up pretty heavy on, and the seven and a half of the, for the Patriots I'm loaded up pretty heavily on. These are more of just sprinkles on the alts. Yeah. Just, if, it, just if things go really badly, you're getting a better plus price on them. But not a lot of alt win totals out there this year that I was really running to bet, just in general. I don't know about you. I don't know if there was any that uh, you did add on to those other win total yeah, bets you had. I haven't yet. I mean, maybe depending on how the last couple of weeks of the preseason go, maybe there's something I get either, either get really high on a team or really low on a team. One that wasn't on there actually. I do, I do have a Pete Carroll Coach of the Year ticket as well oh, that right, is yeah. uh, that that wasn't on the graphic. Just again, I'm a little higher on the Seahawks, like I said, than than a lot of people are. I'm a little bit lower on the 49ers, I think, than a lot of people are. And I think if you're looking at a scenario that if everything plays out perfectly in this Seahawks team ends up being maybe the number one overall seed in the NFC in an NFC that I think is 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 like listen it's basically Eagles Cowboys and everybody else in my opinion could the Seahawks just really really overperform um and even if they're kind of challenging the Eagles I think then at that point 
I think Pete Carroll's name is at least going to get mentioned as far as coach of the year goes, and you can, I, I think you can play it the same way, right? Like yeah. it's it's just it, it, him. If it comes, ends up being head to head, him versus someone else, you play it the same way, and then you're able to make some money. I think it's a, that's another one too of how much he was involved in that conversation a year ago too, right? How much does that possibly spill over into this next season? Gil will be back in here tomorrow, so if you've hated listening to this voice of mine, you will get Gil back in the seat with Kelly tomorrow, but it's been fun the last three days, guys. Hopefully, some insight on what we're heading into with the NFL season as well. Lombardi Line, coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Taylor Swift's new album, Will or Won't It Be Album of the Year? What about Biden's approval rating? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $10 bonus to the first 500 people who sign up by going to Kalshi.com slash numbers game spelled K-A-L-S-H-I. There's no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.